welcome to Blaze University with your hosts, Spencer and Allie. Class is now in session. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Hello. Welcome to Blaze University, everyone. I just want to note that this is technically our year anniversary. Ah! Not to the day, but like to the day. Because last year, we picked Labor Day as the day that we were going to start start. everything. Yes. Yes, it's coming back to me now. (laughs) (laughs) Holy moly, one year. I know. We went and we spent time at the living room, which if you haven't gone to the living room on El Cajon In San Diego. Yes. If you're not in San Diego, you're shit out of luck. If you're here, come visit. It's yes. amazing. Um, we went there and worked all day. Did we even have a name for BU at that no, time? We like went through a cycle of names. Remember, we were gonna do like baked university, but then we were worried about that- thinking we're not we're not bakers. We're not, <laughs> we're not <cooks>. bakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, here, happy cheers. We're both gonna take a hit to that. Yes. Happy one year almost. Right? Oddly. Oddly. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. What is this the alien piece that I'm smoking out of? Yes. My little spaceship. Spaceship to Vern give get that for you. Tina. Tina. Oh yeah. She got her birthday, right? Mm -hmm. It was a Hember box and she got it for me. That's why it's broken and like scotch taped together because (laughs) I break all of my pieces. She does. But I I can't get rid of that one. No, Pip, it's same as Pip. Is that what you said? No, but that's a good name. That is such a good name. I thought you said his name was Pip. (laughs) His name's Pip now. (laughs) Well, it is bright and early here on a Monday of Labor Day. Um, And Allie is staring at the computer, which always makes me nervous. Can you guys hear me? We don't want another. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we can hear you. Everything's fine. Everything. Uh, We did a test this time. Set up. The mics are working. Yeah. I'm drinking a lovely lavender latte. We wanted to get Chick-fil-A this morning, but they're closed on Labor Day. If everyone can petition that they be opened on Monday holidays, that'd be great. Right. It's well, them and their Christian values. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> to our Christian viewers, Ali's not trying to offend you. No. Listeners. I keep calling our, our just, listeners viewers. <laughs> listeners viewers. I don't know. Could you have both sides of the spectrum? There are people who hate that we would eat Chick-fil-A and then uh, people yeah. who like, hate that we would hate on Chick-fil-A. Oh my gosh, I like, know. It's so, I mean, ugh, gosh, moral conundrums. It is. I don't want to talk yeah. about it. It's just one of my things that even as a I know as a lesbian, <laughs> you you eat Chick-fil-A more than anyone I know. But I like I grew up in Georgia. It's I think my mom fed me a chicken nugget from Chick-fil-A as like the first thing. And, like <laughs> from birth. From birth. Like oh, that's I believe awesome. that wholeheartedly. And when you like grow up on something, it's hard to just like stop. Stop and let it go. I feel like I'm that. Yeah, I feel like I'm that ass that's like, well, my lesbian friend eats it, so so can I. No, no. Your battle. I know. I honestly though didn't. I didn't eat a lot of Chick Fil A until I started hanging out with you, and (laughs) so you're my downfall. I'm not gonna talk Uh, about it. Well, let's get into the let's get into the lessons. You're gonna go first. I'm excited. Okay, so I know you. I told you I have a topic, but I'm going to do that one next time. Okay. So for my actual topic today, I thought it would be appropriate because I I couldn't think of one. And then I like woke up and I was like, oh, my God, Labor Day. Why do we have Labor Day? And I didn't want to do like another like holiday topic because we've done that a couple of times. But I wanted to talk about something like regarding that. So I decided to talk about the 40-hour work week. Uh, (laughs) Why we have the 40-hour work week. Okay. And it's super interesting. And the funny thing about it is honestly like compared to like – the 19th century, 40 hours. This is not bad, right? It's not bad. <laughs> Relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, around like 1817, early 1900s or 19th century, you have people who are working like 80 
and 100 hours yeah. a week. And they're just, like, busting their ass. And a lot of this work is, like, industrial. So it's, like, manufacturing, all of that. We don't really have a lot of office work, which, as I talk about later, will come into why we're really bringing this up yeah. during this day and age. Um, so then in 1866, you have the National Labor Union. So you have more and more labor unions being established in the 19th century. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. And these labor unions are, of course, advocating for better workers' rights. Yeah. Than typically. <laughs> yeah. Of course, someone decides to freaking air blow. What is that? Uh, do yard work. <laughs> yeah, do yard work right now. <laughs> Um, um, you probably can't even hear it, but no, we sure can. <laughs> it is very distracting. Okay, so you they're advocating for more rights, right? Yeah, and they want like less hours, they want higher rip wages, all of that. So then in 1869, President Ulysses S. Grant issues a proclamation to guarantee eight hour work days for government employees. Okay, um, kind of sort of what's going on right now with like them enacting the minimum wage for government employees. Mm -hmm. So you start there and slowly it like sweeps yeah. across the nation, right? Um, so he did that. And then in 1886, the so this is like almost 20 years later. Yeah. After that. Wow. <laughs> this is how slow things move, right? The Illinois legislature passed a law mandating eight-hour workdays. But a lot of employers refused to cooperate. And so there was a massive strike in Chicago oh, wow. where there was a bomb that killed like 12 people. <gasps> and then there was like a riot. So it was called the Hay Market Riot. And it's now commemorated on May 1st as like a public holiday in many countries. I've actually never heard of that. Me either. What's it called? Hay Market Riot. Okay. So and it basically like they were they didn't want to work I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I guess I should have looked more into it. Like, did they? Oh, the employers did, not the employees. I was like, oh, the employees. They didn't want their workers to like cut their shifts in half yeah. or like lose four hours yeah. because manufacturing. Have to pay two, two people, two shifts. Yeah, two. You have two more people. employees, yeah. and they're not working as long. Um. So then in. 1926, the next thing is Henry Ford popularized the 40-hour work week. Okay. So initially, he had people working eight hours a day for six days a week. So they were working 48 hours. Yeah. But then he realized that people were more productive at 40 hours. Yeah. So he cut that last day six. off. And or 48. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so then... It was like 40 hours. So yeah. he kind of established it. But again, we're talking about Henry Ford. And this is industrial. He's making cars, manufacturing. Yeah. People who are literally just standing there, they come in, they do their job, they leave. Yeah. That's it. They're not doing anything afterwards. Um, so then I'm going to skip over. You have the Great Depression, right? Yeah. Like everybody loses their job. Yep. They're trying to figure out like how we're going to combat this. And Franklin D. Roosevelt gets elected. And they say like his first hundred days in office was like one of the most productive hundred days mm -hmm. um, that we've had in a president. And he starts running because they're trying to figure out shorter worker hours, right? Yeah. People are still working eight hours, but and it's not that prevalent like yeah. you have some companies doing it but it's not like governmental like hey yeah. this is how it needs to be right yeah. so he actually runs on having a 30 hour work week Ooh. and it was like heavily debated and it was going to be six hours five days a week um and he like super agreed with this yeah. and wanted to get a law passed but um things kind of went askew. Yeah. And so they passed the 30-hour work week bill, mm -hmm. um, thinking that what it was going to do is allow people to hire more people working less hours. So, like, if you needed someone to work 12-hour shift, you would have two employees yeah. as opposed to one. So people <clears throat> would be making less money, yeah. but they would at least have a job and yeah. making some money as opposed to not have – like, you have two employees versus – one who's only making money. Yeah. 
Um, so that was one way to like combat the depression and Got it. unemployment. So after that, he kind of changes his mind about <laughs> of course. doing it. And employers freak out. They're like, oh, no, we're not, not doing, doing a 30 hour we can't work week at this. We mm-hmm. can't freak out. So they like start advocating for like longer hours and so roosevelt uses the threat to leverage industry leaders to ban child labor okay set a modest minimum wage and limit the standard work week to 40 hours okay so i mean in the scheme of things even though i would prefer a 30 hour work week i think like banning child labor and having a minimum wage is greater impact so it was a really good compromise in my opinion yeah and for the time Makes sense. Yeah. Like, completely. And, like, we're talking about 1930s. Again, a lot of industrial jobs. This is, like, post-World War I, pre-World War II. Like, you just... It's very different world than we live in now. Um, So... They pass it, and then two years later, the Supreme Court says it was unconstitutional. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And, like, what the hell? So they went on, and they passed the Fair Labor Standards Act two years after that. And it still had the same thing. Okay. Same, but it just, they needed to draft a law that the Supreme Court may Yeah, approve, whatever, make it constitutional. more constitutional. So they did that. Um, And that was passed in 1938. And then in 1940, across the U.S., it was 40-hour work week. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the standard. So that's kind of, like, the history behind yeah. the 40-hour work week. Now, let's talk about 40-hour work weeks. How productive are they? Well, the general breakdown for how employees spend their time at work, 45% is primary job duties, mm-hmm. 40% is meetings, administrative tasks, and interruptions and 14% is emails. And honestly, I will say that I feel like the pandemic may have changed. That this has completely flipped it on its head. Because, 100%. I mean, even you, like how much time do you spend in meetings? I, at my old job, I used to spend 90% of my day in meetings. Yeah. And so yeah, there like, was no work happening <laughs> ever. <laughs> Not yet. But no, that could, that could, Includes work, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's ninety percent meetings, and I worked through all worked through all of them. I would be interested to see what the new polls on that statistic are. I yeah, me too. After like yeah. a post COVID, so a lot of this is pre COVID yeah. that we're talking about. Um, so they also say that working over eight hours a day is detrimental for both employees and employee employers alike because when employees work over eight hours a day they are more overweight they're less healthy they're not eating worse they're not moving their bodies yeah and so they're becoming less productive for by working the eight hours yes yeah it's impacting their life in a negative in way, a negative which way. then impacts their work in a negative way exactly so they're not getting as much productivity out of the employees yeah. that they should be getting. Um, and so, like, there's a bunch of countries that are working on, like, different strategies to this. So I just want to say, like I said before, 40-hour work week was rooted in industrialism, right? Yep. So people were working in factories. However, now more people are working in offices. Yeah. So the work week wasn't established for us for, to stare at a computer. Yeah, all day long. 40 hours a week right um and they found that 80 percent of people continue working after they leave for work for the day yeah 50 percent check their work email while they're still in bed in the morning and on average people work an extra seven hours a week outside of the office what do you think we work in we if you don't know ali and i both work in marketing and advertising for i would say are not our real jobs, but like, um, and I was just talking about it yesterday that I have my work Instagram on my phone that I was checking yesterday, um, and commenting on, I, which I am not part of organic social, but anywho, I keep up. Um, but I spent at least an hour and a half yesterday doing organic social for my company. No, I, the first marketing job I ever had was actually for like a waxing salon that I was like working at. And 
the owner at one point was like, I need you to write down all the time you're spending on your hours. And I'm like, you don't understand. Yeah. Like, I literally am not sitting in the office all the time playing on Instagram. Like, that's when I'm doing that work. But like the social media aspect of it, like I'm doing at home. Yeah. I'm doing when I'm bored or like have nothing to do in a car or like waiting. But like, I'm still work. It's still work regardless of what it is. Even at my old job. I was going in for the first three months every Saturday just to catch up, try and catch up on, like, life. Um, That's ridiculous. I have some thoughts on this topic, but I don't know if you're going to get to them. Or, like, if you're going to – yeah, a couple couple things. Well, I'm almost done, so we'll get there. Cool, cool, cool. Um, So – and then the other thing is manufacturing employees are typically paid overtime, right? Yeah. So that is less incentive for employers to have them work overtime because they have to, like, pay time and a half. However, most office employees are salary, which means that we work till we get the job done. Yes. And um, (laughs) – Excuse me. 16 – or okay, so seventy percent of hourly employees are under thirty, and um, so the older you get, typically, the more you're gonna have like a s- likelihood you'll have a salary position yeah. and end up working. It's also interesting to note that like in 1940, 15.2 percent of married women were employed. Okay, and now as of 2012, 60 percent of households have dual. Dual incomes. So what that means essentially is when you have two incomes in a family, that leaves less time for chores, less Mm -hmm. time for kids, less time for you to do anything to keep your house healthy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like before where men were, A, paid enough to support a family of four. They could have a wife at home in their house that they could afford doing the cooking and cleaning and all of that. And the hope would be that when he comes home, he can relax a little bit. She can relax a little bit. And like, they live healthier lives. Whereas now when you have a man and a wife, both working and kids, then it's like, who cooks the dinner? Who does the cleaning? Then you're living in like a disarray all the time and i know when because right now i'm working from home but when i was in an office i would be exhausted coming home because my house would be a wreck and i didn't feel like cooking taking the dog for a walk like you gotta all of this and then on top of that have a social life and on top of that not being paid like (laughs) real money to live right and you're working struggling paycheck to paycheck making Uh, like this minimum salary yeah I have friends, and I don't know if you're going to bring this up. I think you might. I have friends who whose companies do the every other Friday off like thing where um, – but they're – so one company doesn't do – you work more during the four days that you have the Friday off. They just have every other Friday off, and that seems amazing. I would love that. That's awesome. You have every other Friday half day. Yeah, they actually they just, in, just enacted in, in, that. that. Yeah, where it was like every other Friday is now we're done at noon. It doesn't matter. That's we, awesome. Unless we have like things that like need to get done for yeah. that day, but like we're also they told us no meetings on Friday, which is even nice, so we don't yeah. have to sit there um, and trudge through meetings. So it's like yeah. an actual work day for us. Mm-hmm. And even this last Friday, which wasn't a half day like my manager was like hey most of the company's out it's the friday before labor day if you don't have anything to do be done be done like turn off your computers yeah. get offline like please and i i actually appreciated that yeah <laughs> i was like thanks <laughs> yeah it's i someone called it that i want to say the 80 90 rule and i might be making that up but you work like not, that doesn't seem right. Work 80 hours in fo- – no, that's not right at all. I don't know. So It was called something, but it was like you get Fridays off, and but you have to fit more hours into the four days. Well, they say – so there's different times. So there's like yeah. flex time, which is yeah. something which basically says employees can choose their own schedule, yeah. right? Um, this has benefits, but it also has like some cons as in – like, especially for my job, it's kind of hard to do flex time because have we have so, so many, many meetings and we have to, to like, with. connect and do all of 
this stuff. So if we're like, oh, we don't know if Suzanne is working at noon on a Thursday. Yeah. Then it's kind of hard. Yeah. Um, you also have like the compressed work week, which is like 10 hour days, four days a week. Mm -hmm. So people are working like longer. And my mom does that. And she's actually, she's a pharmacist at a hospital. And when they tried to make her work, I I think it was 10 hour days. Mm -hmm. And then they tried to do eight hour days, five days a week instead of Mm -hmm. the 10 hour days, four days a week. She's pissed. She's like, I don't want to come in an extra day. If I can't get my work done in 10 hours, I'm not going to get my work done in eight hours. Like, and she's not a, it's not a job that you sit there at a computer Mm -hmm. all day. Like she would rather work less days and have a full day off as opposed to having two extra hours a day. I agree. Um, And then there's like the 32 hour work week where people are just working four days a week, eight hours. Yeah. And then, um, a lot of different com- like countries are trying different things and they're finding that um, countries with the highest average number of working hours were some of the least productive. Whereas Luxembourg, the most productive country has an average work week of 29 hours. That's awesome. <laughs> and then, and the French government passed a law requiring companies with more than 50 employees, employees to establish off limit hours for emails. Hmm. So like, and I will say this, Europe is way ahead of us. Yeah. Um, when it comes to employee rights and giving employees yeah. things to help paternal like maternal leave, maternal leave. Sweden has it? like the best, uh, stuff for that. Anyways. Oh, we were talking, um, and my boss was talking to me about someone because I work for a global company who is taking the next three weeks off for vacation. And she was like, how nice it would be to have three weeks vacation. I was like, how nice it is to have three weeks in a row that they're not even like, but because this employee is in Europe, that is the country's laws. So I kind of wish that the, like as a global company, we would accept like the best yeah for everyone and not just like per country yeah there's a bunch of stuff on tiktok right now that's like millennial business owners where it's and there are these business owners who are saying like yeah you establish your own schedule as the employee about like what works for you like if you want to work six six days five hour days if you want to work like time for you to get your appointments in if you want to start at 10 if you need a day off you do that as long as your work is getting done for me I feel like that would be great where it's like okay each day Spencer how many hours like what do I need to work today in order to get or this week in order to get what I need to do and I would dictate that I kind of already do that without my employers knowing that like (laughs) there's some hours I, I don't have stuff to do I don't need to do but I don't know. That to me makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I have an appointment at 3.30 today. I'm going to go do that, but I'll start tomorrow at 8 or, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just. No, I agree completely. And then like we talked about in our last episode, learning disabilities, right? So like you and I both have ADHD. Yeah. And I can't like, I can't work for some time. Sometimes it's like I would get up really early. I can work till like 11. And then from like 11 to three, my brain just like shuts off and I can't function. But if I could just like walk away, go do what I needed to do and come back at like three or four and just like chug it out till seven or eight some nights, that would be great. And then like come sometimes start at like six and get off at two. Like, I agree. It would be so much my employer would get more out of me. And that's why I think I do like the work from home because on some levels, am I, I think I'm more productive, even if I'm not working every minute of the day than I would be in the office sometimes. Yeah. So we use like the agile system. I don't even want to talk about it at work. And so we all like, if I were to go back to the office, my back would be to like four other people, five other people's backs. Like my boss would sit, his chair is directly behind. We're in one circle of an area, all of our backs to each other. I can't even freaking imagine like him just being able to turn around and like, hey, Spence, blah, blah, blah. I would hate it. Yeah. Hate it. Like I even hated working next. In, I used to work in between my two bosses and, you know, one of them. But like, and even that, like just pretending like I'm doing stuff. 
because like sometimes you don't have anything to do i don't know no i don't i cannot my last job that i had before this one i had a cubicle which was nice so at least no one could really see me unless they were like walking by or coming to my cubicle but i had it was just it was a really small office so therefore in covid we were all in the office we had like five maybe six people in there and um but I can do meetings. Yeah. Like, I couldn't make phone calls or, like, have anything right there because I could not stand to have the other two people who were in the room with me listening to I know, me. That's your, oh, that's a weird. That's because so as soon as you get off the phone, it's like we had this one sales guy who would be like, what were you talking about? What? Ew, that's annoying. And, like, ask me all these questions. And I'm like. It does not pertain to you. Like, yeah. I don't want to sit here and, like, have to yeah. ask questions or answer questions based off of you half listening to a conversation that yeah. I'm having. I also think, like, you know, like, at my old job, I was not being paid enough to work the hours that I was working. No. Like, that's an- the other issue is that, like, they expect people to work for pennies. And it's just, uh, it's tough, And they don't. They don't incentivize or, like, even promote internally or give people raises, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you're busting your ass. You're working all of this time. We're not, like, we're not going to give you a wage. And that's why I don't. Unless there's something at my job that is, like, we have to get this done right now or the world is going to collapse. You will not see me working after 5 p.m. That's good. I did not have those boundaries. I do. I'm very much. Yeah. I I actually will am more likely to get up early. Same. And have like an 8 a.m. meeting. Yeah. Than I am to To have a 5, go stay till 6, 7 p.m. And I do. And I work with people like we work with people in europe all the time and my 8 a.m meetings are their like 6 (laughs) p.m meetings but then again i also think their schedule is more flexible where like they take off yeah and like oh my gosh lunch i did not take a lunch for a year and a half at one company it was just ridiculous like even at the office we no one would take lunches so if you're if you're um superiors and supervisors and and managers are not taking lunches. How do you feel comfortable taking a lunch? I don't just, know. Yeah. And you want to be honest? Like, I don't even know what my hours are supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I get off at five, yeah. but I don't know when my lunch is supposed to be. Yeah. I don't typically like taking lunch at noon. I usually like it at one. So if I take a lunch, I usually am still so paranoid about making it look like I'm online. Mm-hmm. That I can't even like shut off. And then I still my I get emails to my phone and like uh, team messages to my phone. But that's mostly because if I'm away from my computer or I do decide to take a lunch, like I can jump right back on, jump right back in and know what's going on or like answer them if it's like pertinent. And I I wasn't wearing pants the other morning and I was in the kitchen and my team started ringing on my Apple watch. and (laughs) My boss called me and I had no pants on (laughs) to run to my desk. That's why I don't turn on my camera. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I know. And I feel like, again, it's like there are a lot of people like this pandemic really wrecked like work for a lot of people. So I know how lucky I am to still have a job and all of that. It's just we I feel like like I mean in Pennsylvania, I think the minimum wage and someone can correct me if I'm wrong is still like eight dollars. And Georgia's seven twenty five. Oh my god. And it's only and this is for most of the country. It's only two thirteen if you're a tipped worker. Yeah. And seven twenty five other than that. And people are like, Oh, you're supposed to live. And here in California, minimum wage is what, fourteen fifty? I thought it was no, twelve. It's, it's gone up. I don't think it I don't think it actually let, let me Google no, it, but I don't think it actually went to fourteen yet. It it I believe it is because um yeah, I worked minimum wage for yeah, a while, some, but it I know was a like lot of people that work minimum wage right now. Okay, fourteen dollars per hour and, starting but January first, twenty twenty one, and that's in like so. Yeah. Oh, so that just started. Yeah, and I think in actual San Diego, the city, it's fifty cents higher. So like, we or is it? Uh. 
Well, however it works, I know like if you're in San Diego County, it used to be like $11, but if you were in oh. San Diego City, it was $11.50. So, if, so it's actually done by how many employees you're ha- you have. That's why I was like, because I know it's not $14 an hour. If you have under 25 employees, it's $13, okay. if, which it will raise to $14 next year. If you are above 26 employees, it's already 14. Next year, it'll be 15. Yeah. So at least we're like enacting things to kind of slowly raise it. And I mean, but here you got to think like our rent is crazy. You can't even have I know a 15 hour job like you cannot afford a play. You you can barely afford a room in an apartment and sharing an apartment with someone at $15 an hour here. Even if you were to like, cause I feel like in Georgia, people are like, okay, we're going to yeah. rent the three bedroom instead of the two pe- bedroom and have two employees instead of one. So our price is lower. Yeah. But here, regardless of how many roommates you have, you're typically going to be paying the same amount if you're sharing. Yeah. I ugh. So it's just, at least things are, happening here but like you said in pennsylvania and georgia they're not like my brother was looking at apartments in pittsburgh last week because they were gonna buy a house it's cheaper to buy a house and have a mortgage than it is to rent in pittsburgh it was seventeen hundred dollars a month in pittsburgh that's how it was in georgia that's why i bought my house it's nuts it's nuts because like i said they're minimum wage like you're making you're making like pennies and you can't survive and you're working out and like the waxing salon I was working at. So she would even like, so each, she had like, I don't know. She's got like nine salons, right? But each one of her salons is under a different Mm -hmm. corporation. Yeah. So each one is technically a different business. So the way that she gets around all of her employees typically work 50 to 60 hours a week, especially during the summer. And the way she gets around it, she doesn't pay overtime. She pays like minimum wage starting out Mm -hmm. when you first start. Plus you get tips, which is kind of nice, but whatever. And so if you're working like 39 hours at one salon, they will, Take you take your last shift and switch you to a different salon. So now you have to go further than your first salon. And then you end up getting like four W-2s at the end of the year because she doesn't pay overtime and she just will rotate people around her different salons. That's so she doesn't have to pay anybody over and that still have people working 55, 60 effed. hours a week. Yeah, I worked so much for her that it's crazy. And then I came here and was like, fuck that. Yeah, I remember... Ugh, it sucks. I don't even want to get into it. Yeah. So, Labor laws. Labor. I 40-hour I work week. You're right completely with COVID. It's going to be like a revolution to like how workers are working, how the work week is structured. Even I think minimum wage might hopefully be impacted. like be impacted. And like we're looking at the future because i think we're overworked i think a lot of people are burnt out from the pandemic because the people who did work through the pandemic were overworked oh my gosh because i would say like even at your company that you were working at through the pandemic y'all were understaffed before and then they didn't really hire anyone throughout the pandemic and then we started getting more work well and that was the thing is that from home you are always accessible my office is in my kitchen so if someone pings me at seven in the morning like oh my gosh emergency yeah. It's not like I have to, okay, let me put my clothes on. Let me drive to the office. Let me log in. It was like, no, you walk to your kitchen, turn on your computer, and you're there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, happy day off. Happy day off. <laughs> happy Labor Day. And we encourage you that if you find yourself as a workaholic and you feel like you're mm-hmm. getting burned out, try and create boundaries with yourself mm-hmm. to possibly delete the Teams app or whatever's pinging yep. you from your phone so you're not notified. Yeah. And like set really strict start and stop times. Mm-hmm. And take a break and like relax. That's what I encourage because I'm a huge proponent of that. Yeah. I think I saw something. Who was I telling? They were like, just 
whenever you start working at a job, never give 100%. Always give 50. Because that way, if you give 75%, they think you're doing amazing. And if you give 25%, they think you're having an off day. (laughs) I was like, that's a little bit of genius. That is pretty smart. Good advice. So, but we are done with the work week. What's your topic? We are doing Spencer's Fast Facts. Do do do. We need like my own theme song for Spencer's Fast Facts. Do 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 do. Fast Facts. Okay. Um. Yeah, guys, I'm doing some Fast Facts today. About anything specific, or are they all like random? You got it. Specific. You want to guess? Specify. No. What? Want to guess what it's on? I think I already told you. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you did tell me, and I don't remember. Because it went in line with the other topic that I was going to do that will be on our next episode. Um, But I forget. Not really, but kind of. Earth. Fast facts about the Earth. I have to admit that a lot of these I didn't. I have heard them, but I did not know them. And ho- I'm hoping that everyone you else watched like the Planet Earth documentary. No, who have has you, time for that? Have you seen the video? With I'm Snoop Dogg. Yes, Duh. that is my favorite video. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. Um, but <laughs> my Earth system science teacher, Mr. Ruscio, would be very upset at me because some of these I was like, oh, this is interesting, and I have heard all of this before, and I don't didn't recollect. But here we go. I didn't this do well in science, period. Um, so I won't know. Did you know that the Earth is the third planet from the sun? I forgot yeah, that. I did know I that. <laughs> actually, actually, hold on. I just read an article, and I didn't actually like, read details, so don't quote me on this, but they found a new planet in between Mercury and the sun, so therefore we would now be the fourth. Wow. That's, that's cool. Um <laughs> I didn't remember that. Um, the Earth is the only planet in our solar system not to be named after a Greek or Roman deity. Did you why? know that? I don't know why. I just It's a fact. <laughs> I, don't I don't know why. And I don't know who named our Earth. I should have looked that up. That would be a good, cool fact to know. Um, it's the largest of the tri- terrestrial, that's the word, planets. Um, it was formed approximately 4.54 billion years ago Jesus and is the Christ. only known planet to support life. But aren't they trying to figure out if Mars can support life? Yeah, which, again, I just read something. <laughs> <laughs> I scan the news all the time. I don't actually always read these articles, but, like, I see headlines that um, was something like you could only live up to, like, four years on Mars or something before you died, like, I don't know. That's scary. Maybe I'm completely wrong about that. Guys, let me know if I'm wrong. Yeah, let us know. Um, The Earth's rotation is gradually slowing. And I actually looked up a word because I didn't know how to pronounce it. So um, the deceleration is happening almost imperceptibly. I did not know how to say imperceptibly. So I I looked it up. You were going to say you didn't know how to say deceleration. No. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I got that one. Um, But I also didn't know what imperceptibly meant. Well, I know what imperceptible is, but I looked it up, and it is in a way that is so slight, gradual, or subtle, it's not to be perceived. So the deceleration is happening so slightly. It's at approximately 17 milliseconds per 100 years, although the rate at which it occurs is not perfectly uniform. Um, This has an effect of lengthening our days, but it happens so slowly that it could be as, oops, my note, <laughs> the rest of my note is gone. Um, but yeah, so the earth is slowing. Did you know that? I did not. Does that mean like eventually it will just stop rotating? I mean, but if it's only happening at 17 milli- milliseconds per hundred years, we've got I think quite a few hundred years. I don't think I realized the earth was like 5 billion years old either. Yeah. That's a lot of time. Dinosaurs. How long ago did dinosaurs happen? A long time ago. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Continuing on. Well, because I like just to put this in facts, I think I remember. So Cleopatra, right? Like we think of Cleopatra as like thousands of years ago, like ancient Egypt. Yeah. She is as close to us in time as she was to the building of the Great Pyramids. 
Wasn't Cleopatra the queen of the pyramid? She was queen of Egypt. But like that just goes to show like how long the span of like oh, so Egypt not was. Long? Not long? Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Cleopatra was like thousands of years ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. I have no perception of time. I don't even know what time it is in relation to yesterday. I can't, you guys, my uh, uh, dyscalculia is showing. I have a hard time perceiving time. Okay. This is what, so I went on, I went out on like a little trip with this fact because I think it's really cool. But the earth has a powerful magnetic field. The phenomenon, 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 is caused by nickel iron, the the nickel iron, (laughs) phenomenon, (laughs) Uh, the nickel, the, okay, wait, let me start again. I have to cough. (laughs) I'm so sorry, guys. The phenomenon is caused by the nickel iron core of the planet coupled with its rapid rotation. This field protects the earth from the effects of solar wind. So I was like, magnetic field. Cool. So I looked into it more. It surrounds the earth. Duh. It's sometimes called the geomagnetic field. The earth's magnetic field is created by the rotation of the earth in the earth's core. Core, excuse me. It shields the Earth against harmful particles in space. The field is unstable and has changed often in the history of Earth. It creates magnetic poles that are near the geographical poles. A compass uses the geomagnetic fields to find direction. Isn't that cool? And many mag, um, oh gosh, come on, words. Many my, my I can't talk. Many migratory animals also use the fields when they travel long distances each spring and fall. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's yeah, they that's how they do their migration. Isn't that cool? Um, the magnetic poles will trade places during a magnetic reversal. As the Earth spins, the two parts of the core move at different speeds, and this is thought to generate the magnetic field around the Earth and makes it seem to it makes and make it seem to have a large bar magnet inside it. Weird. I don't know. It's it's caused by something. It's created by two things. Kinetic co- convective motions in the liquid conducting the core inside the center of the earth and the conductive motions with electrical co- currents. Weird, right? I never, ever, ever think about the earth's magnetic field like what happens if it just stopped like what if the core just went like the liquid turned into solids and then it like we would all die right yeah i mean like (sighs) well because you i don't even know because the i my ex used to like love watching documentaries and made me watch this documentary about the sun and it like freaked me the fuck out because apparently the sun literally spits out like these solar flares that are like basically i guess like these volcanic eruptions on the sun but they like spit them out and i guess one's headed to earth and it can like fuck up our satellites and like stuff like that but like if we didn't have that like magnetic field like think about if that just came to hit us we'd be dead i know well and same with like i can't with climate change stuff like i cannot like I can only ingest so much of that because it's so devastating. And, like, all of the documentaries about, like, cows producing noxious gas and stuff like that, like, oh, it drives me nuts. But the magnetic field has decreased in strength through recent years. In the past 22 years, the field has decreased in strength by 1.7% on average. Is that because of, like, gases and stuff like that? um, Like... I mean, what's the difference between our magnetic field and, like, the atmosphere? A good question. The field, um, on average, in some areas of the field, the strength has decreased up to 10%. The fast strength decrease of the field is a sign that the magnetic field might be reversing. The reversal might happen in the next few thousand years. It has been shown that the movement of the magnetic poles is related to the decreasing strength of the magnetic field. I don't know, sis, but it seems scary. (laughs) I don't. Uh, I don't know what how it's different from the. What did you say the the like atmosphere like. I don't know, but or if that's what is considered like the same thing when they talk about like the holes in the atmosphere yeah. and the ozone layer. I don't know. I'm not sure. So, I didn't but I mean, it would make sense that. if that's weakening and that protects us against like outer things yeah. and stuff. Then it would technically 
like cause the planet to get hotter because the sun's rays are impacting more, which. Yeah. Did you know that the Earth's core is as hot as the sun's surface? Um, I think I didn't know that. I want to know how we know that, though. Like, I really want to know who the fuck dug down to the Earth's core to figure this shit out. Like, that's... I mean, they probably went far enough that they could feel it, and then they just are like, that's hot. (laughs) (laughs) You know? I mean, I'm sure now we have, like, (gasps) lasers to, like, scan down, but, like, how far have we actually dug... I don't know. The Earth is radioactive. In total, the Earth generates as much as 40 terawatts, I don't know what that is, of heat, half of which comes from radio- radioactive decay in its core. According to a 2011 study, scientists measures, meter, measured particles called oh, antineutrinos that streamed up from the Earth's core and found that half of the Earth's heat is generated through the radioactive decay of certain elements. There's a picture here, and it looks like it's of uh, a geyser in uh, not Old Faithful. Is that what the geyser in Montana is called? Or is that Iowa? Not Iowa. Idaho. I don't know. I know it's in West Yellowstone. That's all I know. But have you ever seen, like, um, geysers and, like, radioactive mush stuff? It's It's pretty wild how hot it is steaming bubbling earth well they have i've always wanted to go to like a hot spring so you have those two that yeah like are these natural springs throughout the world that are like hot like they're just from the earth yeah that's pretty cool sorry i'm looking at the facts i'm trying to find the last the best one for last um, clouds help regulate the earth's temp- temperature that's not it the planet is 10 thousand times older than humans that's crazy ten thousand times homo sapiens have been around for almost four hundred and fifty thousand years that is one 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 ten one ten thousandth the age of the planet that's crazy i know i don't i can't fathom that we don't know who named the earth Unlike other planets, no real historical data can be found on of the person or group that named the planet Earth. The Earth, the term Earth comes from Old English and High Germanic and is the only planet to not be named after a Greek or Roman god, so they don't know who named the Earth. Huh. I'm like I don't know, like, kind of that fact about, like, us being one, like, 10,000. Like, what ha- what was Earth before us? Like, I know we had dinosaurs forever, <laughs> but, like, what was it just floating? Were we, like, Mars? Were we? Did I try? Did I tell you this, like, off the podcast that I tried to do the Big Bang as a topic, but my brain couldn't understand that, like, the Big Bang. We need a scientist to come on and and talk about it to explain it because like, a, a mo- two molecules or a molecule or like some chemical reaction happened and created our entire universe in less than like even to fathom the the not even blink of an eye. It's even quicker than a blink of an eye that created our universe. And which created like Earth. One universe and a million universes. I know, but I can't understand it, you guys. No. And and so I can't do the Big Bang because I can't understand. Any of our scientists. Uh, yeah, scientists, fans. followers or whatever, please come and help us with that topic because I can't even understand. So, like, that created the Earth, right? And then water was created and land was created and all of because of this Big Bang then what happened? Then the first 10,000 years. No, the first like 4 billion years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We like humans don't exist. And then we exist all of a sudden like 450. And we're going to put and we're going to put the earth. We're going we're gonna to kill the earth. We came around four billion. It's been around for 4 billion years and we've only been around. How long have 10,000? We've been around. Ten, yeah, but I mean, 10, something years? had to happen, which I'm sure they don't know, like dinosaurs, like what got rid of dinosaurs. So like, uh, wait, but a cra- we they think something hitting the earth, right? Possibly. Yeah. Or like, uh, or, there's like 
the ice age. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's been uh, the ice age <laughs> happened. Like all of these things that are just, I. This is why I can't do science because I have such a hard time wrapping my brain around yeah. the like how big it is like how big our universe is how big we're like one i'm a tiny person on a tiny planet in a tiny galaxy in like a tiny universe you know I like i can't understand it when you put it into perspective of that it's like how do you fathom you don't everything <laughs> exactly you smoke weed and you make a blaze universe you make a podcast and you call it a day <laughs> And this is why, guys, we don't do science. Yeah, <laughs> and we're in marketing. Hey, I think I did pretty good. No, That's I think some it's good really facts. Good. Yeah, fast facts. Do 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 fast good. facts. I didn't yeah. know any of that about the Earth. Me either. Me either. And there was so much more. But I was like, I'm just gonna do what I. I didn't know anything about the. I mean, I had forgotten. I had probably learned about the Earth's magnetic field many moons ago. But I just, again, like you said, something you can't fathom. We gotta just throw it to the back of the, the yeah. car and leave it there, aka the brain. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot, but I think it was good. I knew some of those facts. Definitely, I remember them. I had to take like geography in college too, so like it was a little fresher in my mind. I think I had to take a science class in no. Maybe I didn't take any science in college. I'm not sure. Oh. Well, they made well, I did geography because my initial um Oh, I did have to take two science classes. Uh thing like. was archaeology. And yeah. so like that makes sense. But then I don't know if I passed it or something, because like my sophomore year of college I didn't do great. And then I had to take two science classes when I got my marketing degree. <laughs> And I took biology and it was hell and it was awful. I took oh, oh yeah, I can't. fuck that. I would. I'm not good at chemistry. Chemistry and I do not get along. I do That's not why understand I took biology atoms. and I still I like it's neurons, so much. Neurons. I didn't even understand why we needed to know like a complete breakdown of what a mollusk is and like shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I took an EGEE class, which was like uh, energy efficiency stuff. So like. How many kilowatts is a light bulb? And like adding all of that, like uh, that was really interesting. I actually did surprisingly well. Like I had to make like a house, like a ma an imaginary house, like energy efficient. So I had to be able to convert the like energy through the dishwasher and through the lights and all of that stuff into like BUs and stuff like that. I wish you could see my face right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, uh, but I also I about? tried to take my advisors like taking take rocks for jocks. It's an easy class, and they changed professors on me when I took it, so it was not rocks for jocks anymore. It was the hardest class we took. We had to take weekly online classes, but or online quizzes. So I would take it with three other kids in the class, and whoever went first always got a D on it. And we tried to write the answers down. It was the hardest fucking class in the entire world. <laughs> um, but yeah. Science and I don't get along. <laughs> Your dog wants to be let out. That's the end of the episode, <gasps> folks. <laughs> Bella is getting antsy. Yeah. This but, was a great episode. Yes. I'm it was stoked. a good episode. If you could please like. Subscribe. Share. Comment. Review us. <laughs> I was like, what's the last one? <laughs> Review. Um, we would really appreciate it. Um, we've been having a lot of issues on social media. Shadow banned babies. Getting our word out because um, TikTok and Instagram both hate cannabis. And, and they're changing their algorithms, friends. Yes. So if you could please help us share and get the word out about Blaze University, we'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Class is dismissed.